Hi, this is Ilani Gardner from Rose Rabbit Live. Hey, it's Chris Decker from Metro Pizza. My name is Alex Pitts. I'm the chef at Bizarre Meat, and I'm speaking with two of the sharpest chefs I know. Hello, and thanks for joining us. Two sharp chefs and a microphone here. I'm Lorraine Moss, chef and journalist. And I'm Louis Victor, chef and professional food photographer. We started this podcast in memory of one of the best food culture ambassadors of all time, Anthony Bourdain. In his memory, we wanted to do the right thing and build a better sense of community among cooks, chefs, restaurant workers, and food lovers here in Las Vegas and worldwide. Hola, Louis! New episode. Um, we are talking with Chris Palmieri from Naked City Pizza today. Naked City! Woohoo! Um, we love pizza, so that's pretty much why. And he's a legend here in Vegas. Yes. Uh, because we are talking about pizza, we thought today for pandemic provisions. Provisions. We will be talking about our favorite kind of pizza. I'm going to start really quick. I'm going to say the pizza margarita. Of course, we all know that involves tomato, thinly sliced mozzarella, and basil, either in a leaf or chiffonade. Depends on the chef. Um, it's just the flavors are pretty amazing. They're the colors of the Italian flag. So the origin of the pizza margarita is kind of controversial, Louis, because some people say that it goes back to the Italian queen margarita, and that it's named after her because she was making a goodwill trip to Naples, and she went to have pizza there, and that was her favorite kind of pizza. So they named it after her. Um, Interesting. North, yeah, Northern and Southern Italy, they were in a fight. They got back together. They unified. And this is what happened. However, others say it's because of the name Margarita, which actually means daisy in Italian hmm. and named after, you know, the mozzarella slices that go kind of around in a circle, white medallions that look like the shape of a daisy. A daisy. Ha! Ah, that's yes. amazing. So how about you? What's your favorite pizza? I like... I like mixing up flavors. Um, I like salty and uh, sweet. So I'm going to take it to like more contemporary times. Okay. Um, I like the Calitalia pizza, which has prosciutto and fig. And uh -huh. there's a really interesting story about this. And this is the okay. Calitalia from Pizza Rock. And it's uh, made by uh, World Pizza Cup champion, uh, Tony Gemignani. Um, okay. So... He was competing and he wanted to basically combine the flavors of California and Italy. So prosciutto from Italy and fig. And that's the Calitalia. And it's available for you. And they've got like a kick-ass um, happy hour menu. I usually buy my pizza and then have my like giant PBR and I'm usually a happy camper. You know, Louis, it's a little known fact that it's actually quite easy to find amazing pizza in Vegas. Today we are chatting with the awesome Chris Palmieri from Naked City Pizza. How are you doing, dude? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? You know, it is what it is right now. We are hanging on in the there. Most of it. <laughs> that is very much the truth. That's how it is every day. <laughs> so first, let's just start with what's going on at your various locations. Like, how are you handling things? What's open? What's not? That kind of thing. Uh, right now, our Blue Diamond and Paradise locations are open. Our Arville location side, Moondog, is just closed until uh, the bar can reopen. So, you know, it's kind of, we got we got that reopened for about a couple weeks or whatever and then had to reclose it. But, but Paradise and Blue Diamond have been open through the whole thing. 
And how was that going for you? Because obviously we know a lot of people are having issues. Mm. How's it going for you? Is it smooth or? It, it, you know, it's been a challenge, uh, especially at the beginning, you know, getting adjusted to having no dining in and strictly focusing on um, pickup and delivery. But uh, it's kind of forced us to innovate and get better and everything. And I think, uh, you know, now it's running much smoother. We have a really awesome website that we've developed for making smooth transactions for ordering and own delivery drivers and stuff. So, you know, we've adapted and it's gotten better, you know, month by month, but still a challenge every day. So, so we're going to get into the thick of this Buffalo thing. All right. Ooh, Buffalo. Known for being a Buffalo guy. And, you know, you guys are kind of famous actually for a Buffalo style pizza and of course your wings and you're a yep. fan of all things Buffalo. I know that. So yeah, is there... <laughs> is there anything you don't like about Buffalo? <laughs> the, the winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why he's here. That's why I live in the desert. So yeah. I, don't even, I don't even visit in the winter if I don't have to. So Good Is that choice. really the main reason why you moved over here? No, it was just more opportunity. You know, at the time I came, MGM actually moved me out here to be chef at uh, one of their new restaurants. At the time it was Diego, the Mexican restaurant. Hmm. Um, so it was just more opportunity than anything. I was pretty young still, you know, back in Buffalo when I left. And it just, it, at the time, the the scene for restaurants and everything is nothing like what it is now. So there wasn't a ton of opportunity to move around and move up or, you know, so I was a chef at a country club already at like 23 years old. And I'm like, what the hell do I do in like 10 years now? So, you know what I mean? Right. So my, my roommate at the time was coming out to Vegas. I gave him a bunch of resumes and he dropped them all over the place and, Got a call from the MGM, flew me out, did an interview, and 17 years later, here I am doing a podcast with you guys. So. Awesome. So, um, since we're into like uh, the backstory of all this, why sure. why name your uh, place Naked City? Uh, number one question <laughs> we get about that place. So, the original business that we started was actually a hot dog cart outside of Dino's um, down on Las Dino's. Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> Karaoke. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it went pretty well. And um, so eventually the woman who owns Dino's owned a little frozen custard place next door that never did any real business. So I asked her if we could move into that space and she let us. And so I opened up a sandwich shop and because the neighborhood was called Naked City, we oh. went with Naked City Sandwich Shop. So and then the backstory on Naked City and why it's nicknamed that is back in, you know, Rat Pack era, um, all the showgirls used to live in that neighborhood, and they used to sunbathe topless oh. at the pool. Whoa! So, I did not know that. Yeah, I missed so out. The, and so all the all the, heli- all the helicopter pilots used to fly over, and they used to nickname it Naked City. So, oh my goodness! Oh my god! It must be great to be a, a, a right? helicopter pilot back then. Back then, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, at least that's what I've heard. So I mean, it could be all folklore, but yeah. From what I know, that's the reason. So I've always loved the comfort food in Buffalo. You know, it was a great scene. You know, every other corner in Buffalo has a pizzeria where you can get amazing chicken wings. It's not just like four places in the city. It's like you can go to any neighborhood and get great chicken wings from most restaurants, you know. And so we wanted to bring some of that here, you know, and being here for, I don't know, what, almost seven years before I even started this, I, you know, wasn't finding a ton of the pizza and the wings and the subs and stuff like that that I enjoyed. So when we had the opportunity, that's, you know, what we ran with. 
So what is the difference between, say, a Buffalo pizza and just, you know, a regular New York pizza? I mean, mainly it's ingredients that we use. You know what I mean? Like we use Galbani cheese, which used to be Sorrento, which is based in Buffalo. Um, the production is in South Buffalo. You know, we use a margarita. It's called a cup and char pepperoni, which now you're seeing yes. all over the place. Everywhere. But like, but like back when I moved here, the only place I had ever saw it was on every pizza in Buffalo, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a lot of, it's a lot more of the style, you know, we, every pizza, there's a lot of places that do round pizzas and, you know, the, the, the thickness varies a little bit in Buffalo, but a lot of places, they all have a full sheet pizza, like a party pizza. So we just decided at the beginning when we did this, I was like, you know, let's base all of our pizza slices on that instead of just having, you know, a 12 inch or 14 inch and then having a sheet pizza. We were like, let's just do quarter sheet, half sheet, full sheet, you know, and it's kind of stuck. So it's been uh, pretty cool because it's definitely different for most places. Those are amazing sizes. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was just about to say is like your pizza is like no joke when it comes to size. Um, like, no. I had yeah. the guinea pie and I was like, whoa. Yeah, Pop. I love the right? guinea pie. It's yeah, It's a rich pizza too. You know what I mean? With, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Can people eat? Because I've no, been known to eat. Like, I can eat a whole medium pizza, like, seriously, by myself. Have yeah. people been known to eat that half-sheet pizza? Or do you have, uh, like, a, a contest? Like, yeah, is we there... Used, is there we what's used the, to have what's a most? Contest. So, we used to have a contest, like, four toppings, full-sheet pizza, two people. I think it was 30 minutes. And it was disgusting, uh, so I stopped doing oh. it. But the girl who actually just won the hot dog contest, Mickey. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, like, back in the day, she used to help me from time to time, like, with some events and stuff like that. And she actually did it with a person, right? And they killed it. And then she came back and did it by herself and also killed oh, it, which... A full sheet? Four, a full sheet with four toppings. It was, like, it's, like, 10 pounds of food. It was, wow. I mean, the dough, wow. By itself, the dough by itself weighs three and a half pounds. You know what I mean? And then you're throwing, like, two, almost two pounds of cheese on there. It was horrifying we're gonna take it back a little bit you were on triple yeah. d yeah and mm -hmm. what we want to know is what was that like we spent a couple of months basically being interviewed you know like you sent them recipes and oh, why really? you did this and that and it's like november and then like all of a sudden january we got a call on and said hey we'll be there in like three weeks to shoot you know wow. and I, no. so, they, so they came out they shot we had to shut down for two days um Derek Cruz, awesome. He guy was very awesome. I mean, very. He came in, started talking to me, and I didn't realize they were already shooting. You know what I mean? Like he was very like. Oh, that's Made cool. you feel comfortable and everything, right. you know. And and then as far I mean, I know he could be the punchline to some jokes a lot of times, but he for what he's done for small businesses is insane. I mean, we did right. this three hundred three hundred bucks the night before the thing aired in June, and the next day we did almost three grand. You wow. know what I mean? So it was just like. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't have the other restaurants without having probably appeared on that, you know, or at least it would have taken a long time. So, so yeah, sure. it was overnight, man. And I'm, that was what, seven years ago. So yeah, probably about seven years ago now. And like I said, every time they re-air it or they show like the pizza episode and we're on there, we still get new customers, you know? So you're talking seven years later, it's still having an impact. So no That's regrets awesome. at all, obviously. No, absolutely not. So you mentioned your dad you have a family business um, yeah. and you guys are known for that. You work with your brother. Yeah. 
what's that like? Did you guys know from the beginning, like, were you like little kids and like, man, we're going to have like a restaurant when we grow up, we're going to work together. (laughs) No, my brother was a postman. (laughs) Like my family business is basically my dad worked at post office. My aunt worked at post office, my other aunt, my cousin out here. So my brother was working there when I, I, ever since I moved here, he, he didn't come out until we opened the second one, you know? So like he was about five years after we opened the first one. Um, I just needed help, you know, and it's really hard to trust somebody, you know, especially when you're trying to run small business. So, you know, I kept telling him, come to Vegas, come to Vegas, come to Vegas. I mean, he'd worked in a couple pizzerias, but far from a polished cook or chef or business owner, you know, and we've, he's, it's amazing what he's done, you know, like he knows more about dough and stuff now than me, you know, cause oh, wow. he's just throwing, throwing himself into it, you know, and he's, great cook and he runs the business and he's always thinking about different ideas and marketing. You know, I get 19 phone calls a day from him. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it, it's been an experience, you know, lots of ups and downs. Um, but it's been awesome and I wouldn't have it other, any other way and have another partner. So, so in a, Louie and I have talked to a bunch of people that are like best friends that work together, that own a rest together, like the guys from Sea and Gold or Louie and I who work together on a podcast, but I would guess there's like a whole nother layer when it comes to somebody that's yeah. actually related family, to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like your it's, family. So are there any issues yeah. with that? Is, you know, it's not issues, but you know, we're both hotheads sometimes and we fight yeah. and we argue and you know, if you were just watching it from the outside, you'd be like, Oh my God, like the world's in it. But like, you know, 12 hours later, we're like, hey, everything good. So yeah, that's it. Leave it there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, there's nobody else I would rather do it with. You know what I mean? Cause I think, it's a lot easier doing with your brother. I mean, there's some things that make it more difficult, but it's a lot easier doing with his brother because I don't hold anything back. He doesn't hold anything back. I'm free to say whatever the hell I want to him and yeah. say, vice versa. And even if we get pissed off at each other, like I said, you know, we just went on a mini family vacation and the last night we had a blowout about nothing. And everybody around <laughs> us is just like, you know, it's just nonsense, you know, maybe a little alcohol yeah. involved. But yeah. he, uh, yeah, everybody around us is thinking the world's crumbling. And then the next day we were like, you know, making breakfast together. So it's, 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 it's interesting. It can be a little trying, but yeah, at the end of the day, nobody's going to have your back. Nobody's going to have your back more than your own brother, you know? (laughs) So we know this super, super loaded question for you, Mm -hmm. but what's your favorite pizza? Mm. Are you sick of pizza? (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because Back in October, I weighed myself and I was like, oh man, we got to do something here. So I actually stopped eating carbs for like <gasps> up until like March. You know what I mean? But now I would just basically take the tops off a of pizza and eat it, which is still delicious. <laughs> and I can uh-huh. still eat chicken wings. Um, but yeah, I've been eating less pizza. But um, the favorite one that I have on the menu, actually, even though the guinea pie is like, like my nickname and that's what it is, but the steak and cheese, three cheese pizza we do is awesome. It's Based on a pizza in Buffalo, uh, there's a company called Just Pizza. They had, mm-hmm. at the time, like one pizzeria. Now I think they have like 9,000. But it's just like sweet peppers, uh, onions, cheddar, mozzarella, uh, Parmesan, white garlic sauce, and then like chopped steak. And it is literally my favorite pizza. Like we made it last night actually for a bunch of people to watch UFC fights. And I can't get enough of that one. That was my, that's definitely my favorite. Actually, awesome. and uh, Ann from Vegans Baby, she said that your vegan pizzas are badass. I have not tried vegan pizza yet from you guys, but she said it's one of the best. Yeah, I mean, we just, we wanted, we definitely wanted to put some vegan pizzas on there. Like my brother actually 
my brother is, you know, he's the tall, skinny version of me. Uh, but he also, he, he, uh, you know, he didn't eat meat for a while. He, then he was doing vegan. So he even developed it more, but we wanted to just make stuff that tasted good. You know what I mean? So we, we didn't want to like fake this, fake that, you know what I mean? So we just wanted to develop some pizzas that were vegan and can just be vegan and taste really good. So I, right. People seem to enjoy it, man. So I'm really happy about it. So speaking of flavor, um, I wanted to ask you this because you came up in Vegas at a time when Instagram and social media, well, Instagram wasn't even around, but social media wasn't what it was. I mean, I think there was maybe like MySpace or something like that back then. MySpace. (laughs) MySpace. What about Friendster? Um, Friendster, yeah. So anyways, (laughs) uh, now it's like everybody's life. And yeah. Do you ever feel like social media pressure at all because you're known for your flavors, which is important. I feel like the most important mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. but out there in the social media world, um, the looks are kind of, well, we would, we should say even more important in that, yeah. world, in that setting, like people automatically think, Oh, it must taste good. Cause it's beautiful, which a lot of the times it's not. Sure. Um, <laughs> what's your take on this like Insta world and Insta pizza, you know? It's a, it's a necessity, man. You know what I mean? And like, it's yeah. been beneficial. It's pain in the ass sometimes, but it's been beneficial because I've done it pretty much from the beginning. We've never hired anybody to ever do anything for us. You know, as far as marketing, social media, anything, if it, if you see it, it's from me or my brother. Um, and I do the majority of it, but you know, it's, I, we, we obviously try and make stuff look as awesome as possible, but like at the end of the day, like it's got to taste good, you know? And so we try and get a picture that represents that the best we can and everything and like a short statement or whatever, but you know, it is what it is, you know, and we've had a lot of good response on social media, you know, and like, you know, just things like today is technically a 716 day because it's Buffalo day. So, uh, cause that's the area code in Buffalo. So we ran <laughs> a pizza, a pizza for $7 and 16 cents for a small, uh, cheese today and just putting it out there with no, you know, anything else. It, it, we turned around and sold like 40 of, you know, so it's, it's an awesome tool, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it can be a pain in the ass. And if you let it consume you too much, like, it'll <laughs> really overwhelm you. But, you know, I think it's a really good tool that can be used, but it's definitely a necessity, especially being a small business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of small businesses and um, let's talk about expansion because you guys have kind of, uh, you've expanded a lot and you've contracted a little bit and then you've yeah. expanded. So how has that been like for you? I mean, Louie and I don't have no idea what this is like. Um, so, what is it like to, to do that? Because it's, I can't imagine that it's easy. No. And, you know, we've chased some things sometimes and, you know, maybe our, you know, just like a buffet, like our eyes were uh, bigger than our stomach sometimes, but like, you know, we, we had paradise about five years, like about a year after uh triple D. And then, you know, after that, like, it seemed like everybody wanted to throw something at us like this space or that space, or, you know, this kitchen and this bar is open. And we, we took a lot of chances and stuff. And, uh, you know, one point we were running concessions at uh, the baseball stadium at two tracks here and in Phoenix, uh, we were, and we had five restaurants, you know, and it was insane. Too much, like, and it really? was just to the, to the point where it was going to break us. You know, we talked about it for a long time and how do we do it? And we just decided to scale back, you know, and we, we started scaling back. We got rid of the concessions and, and, uh, you know, eventually the El Cortez, we, we walked away from there, you know, mutually on very good terms, but, and then, uh, you know, P 
PT is the same. You know, PTs was kind of an experiment to see what it would do because they'd never done that before. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it worked to a certain degree, but it was also very difficult um, to try and explain how your two different businesses and so the PTs and like so, um, you know, and then this whole you know quarantine and outbreak happened. It kind of forced us like we've always kind of tried to hold on to everything and probably to our own detriment. <laughs> and uh, so this kind of forced us to streamline everything and things we probably should have done like two years ago, you know, and we've talked about doing, but we just never implemented. And this was it kind of like took away the, the choice to do it. And honestly, I couldn't be happier right now as far as the, the, the way it's running and the organization. And, you know, Michael runs blue diamond more or less because it's a mile from his house and i'm at paradise every day because it's a mile from my house you know and then we help each other and you know when arville was open for that short amount of time here we're you know kind of splitting it and we have really good employees there have been there you know the whole time for, you know five six years so it runs very smoothly now you know it's just i wish i could go back like uh five years and kick myself in the ass and be like whoa relax <laughs> don't take every kitchen they throw at you you know yeah. so but but you know you got to learn you got to make mistakes and you just got to learn from your mistakes and not repeat them and you know make more mistakes and pick learn from those and keep growing and growing and growing because it's the only way it survives so on that then what do you see as your future for naked city and what yeah. would you like it to be post the pandemic Honestly, obviously i mean right now it's kind of random. I'm, I'm super happy how it's running right now when it was five restaurants and concessions and this and that you know every other month i was going to phoenix or i was going to the track and when you do edc it doesn't it's not one night it's like three weeks of work for three nights that kill you for the next two weeks you know so the quality of life was not super easy you know i could cook five six days in the restaurant and feel better than doing that you know so i think right now the way you know our setup is the three restaurants and you know hopefully when arville gets open again um i like how it is right now i'm not i we've always said we'll never not talk to somebody about an opportunity we've already had somebody talk to us during this about you know i mean honestly you know there's probably going to be some spaces you know so We'll look at we'll look at everything, but we're not gonna just jump at anything anymore. It's gotta be a really, really good opportunity and way to do it going forward. So makes sense. Awesome. We let's move on to show and tell. So now I've seen some of these other ones where the chefs bring these cool t- tools and everything, but I, I make pizza and chicken wings for the majority. So we don't have a ton of specialty tools. So I decided let's do a little uh, PSA. You know, let's let's okay. teach people how to make chicken wings because like honestly, in most places, most places, chicken wings are atrocious, and it's literally the simplest thing in the world to cook. You need okay. basically three, four things, right? You need okay. a chicken wing. <laughs> a wing. You need that. You need, you need a totally in chicken wing. Not a duck wing. Which is imp- <laughs> We need we need a fryer, which I couldn't bring in here with me, so that's not pictured. You need a metal bowl after for cooking, and this, Frank's Red Hot. That's it. If you want to make buffalo chicken wings, number one, there's no such thing as a buffalo wing. All you need is those four <laughs> things, man. That's it. That's it. People try to add a million different things to them. They try and make the sauces crazy. This is the way you do it. You cook the chicken. We, we double cook our chicken, right? So when okay. it comes in raw... Fresh, always fresh, not frozen. We cook them for about eight minutes, right? Take them up, drain them, put them on a sheet pan, cool them down. So then when you come in the restaurant and order them, we just drop them again for like eight more minutes. Basically a total of like 16 minutes. The key after that is pull them up, let them sit for a minute. That lets the the oil drain off, number one. The 
the skin gets it like shrinks it gets right. crispy it'll stay crispy when you throw it in that sauce then don't overcomplicate it franks just throw franks on it and it, you'll have the greatest chicken wings ever. that's <laughs> it's so simple it's so simple but so bastardized so you, you that's yeah. my I, I feel like excited. you're the type of person. I got it, knocked it over. Yeah, you got too excited. Um, yeah. Are you like one of those people that gets like kind of pissed off? Like when you see like hooters oh, go do just, wings or, you know. Hey, look, man, I, especially with, with not eating carbs for a while, like I eat chicken wings almost everywhere we go. We go to LA, we get chicken wings. We go here, we get chicken wings. Yeah. But you know, I don't get mad about it. I just, it, it blows my mind. It's because it's so simple. And I just don't see like, you know, you get, you get these like soggy wings or it tastes like they're baked or whatever, you know what I mean? And then the sauce is like tapatio, which is delicious, but not for chicken wings. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, just if you want to make Buffalo style chicken wings, those four things, man, you do it like that. And I never want to hear the word air fryer when it comes to a chicken wing either. <laughs> there is no such thing. That That's a convection oven, okay? It's it not is a, a convection oven. It's it is. There's a fan up here. Like, so, yeah. so don't tell me about how you fried your chickens in an air fryer. Deep fat fryer, chicken, metal bowl, Frank's Red Hot. Good to go. So <laughs> Done. That's awesome. All right, Lou, let's go ahead and move on to On The Fly. Get your timer ready. 60 seconds, rapid fire questions. And we know that you're a listener, Chris. So you know what's going to happen next. It's going to be super fun and easy. You ready for this, dude? All right. Sure. All right, 60 seconds, rapid fire questions with Chris Wambieri from Naked City Pizza. Ready, go. Go. Your quarantine comfort food. Uh, chicken wings. <laughs> Cat or dog person. Uh, cats. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, uh, man. Uh, speed. Yeah. Like, good quick. One. It's good for a kitchen. Yeah, definitely. What did you want to be in kindergarten? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think I failed, like, skipping in kindergarten, so I probably just want to learn how to do that. I didn't have any big ambition <laughs> in kindergarten. Dream place to travel and eat. Uh, Spain. Good one. Childhood food craving. Pizza. Buffalo, man. Girl, that was the best thing we could get on during the week. It was pizza. Least favorite food. Your yogurt. I hate yogurt. <laughs> it's the, I don't know if I just had a bad experience when I was a kid. It's the consistency, uh-huh. man. It messes me up. Like I, I like physically feel sick looking at it sometimes. That's so. hilarious. Let me go ahead yeah. with another couple of questions. Go ahead, Lou. Let's uh, let's do most inspiring kitchen music. What do you listen to when you work? Yeah. Oh, I'm all over the place, man. Usually it's Biggie. I like okay. a lot of Biggie in the kitchen. I'm an old Biggie, 90s, like hip hop and R&B. Yeah. <laughs> but, awesome. you know, it depends. Like sometimes when we're near conventions, I'll throw on some of the EDM music that I'm, you know, yeah. and I'm out there with EDC. You know, it's just all about where we were at. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I, I love like 90s hip hop and R&B. Awesome. And what haven't you done that you really want to do? Travel more. Like it's just been so hard with the restaurants, but I, you know, I really want to start traveling, you know, once uh, it's safe to travel some places, but yeah, I'd love to start traveling more, especially for like food. You know, there's a million places I'd love to go restaurants. I'd love to go eat. Yeah. We're all dying for that. Yep. Okay. Let's go ahead and sell it for Naked City Pizza, Chris, whatever you want to say. It's your time right now, dude. 
I just want to say thank you to number one, to everybody that supported us through this and through the years. Um, we really, truly appreciate it, me and my brother and our families and all the people at Naked City. We hope you keep coming back and we, we just keep trying to grow this and uh, make things easier for pickup delivery because we know this is a super hard time on everybody. So everything is available through our website. Um, you can order online, pay online, pick up delivery uh, for both locations. It's nakedcitylv.com. And we hope to see you guys real soon. So I will be there soon. I'm going to get myself a back home pie. Yay. Chris, thank you so much. Naked City Pizza. We love it. Let's go. Thanks for listening to Two Sharp Chefs in a Microphone. We love subscribers almost as much as we love food. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review. And check out Two Sharp Chefs, that's with a number two, on Instagram and Facebook, as well as our WordPress blog. Email us with any questions and ideas at twosharpchefs at gmail.com. And Louie, we stream new episodes every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. It's been a pleasure. We're 86th. Till next week.